Hey, what up, people? Welcome back to the Dugouts Podcast. You're here with your host, Ryan Leaf. Hey, guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for all the five-star ratings that I've received on Apple Podcast. Thank you for all the follows on Spotify. Guys, keep on giving me five-star ratings. I really appreciate it. If you haven't clicked follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcast, please do so right now. And please just take note that this is the best football podcast in the country. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Have the best week. Welcome to the Dugout Podcast with your host, Ryan Leaf. What up, people? Welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. You're here with your boy, Ryan Leaf. Happy Friday to you all. We're back again, Henry and I. Back again. Back again, you know. Full force. <laughs> here to stay. <laughs> I, I won't lie. Shout out to troops for that back again. Yeah, troops. <laughs> troops changed a lot in football. He changed, he changed the game, dog. Like when he I hear the man, back again. Back again. Oh, man. Welcome back, guys. Good morning to you if it's your morning, good afternoon to you if it's your afternoon, and good evening to you if it's your evening. So we have to have a good chat about Pep Guardiola, Fraud. or as Henry call him, what do you call him? Fraudiola. Boldiola. He's got so, many names. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually discussing whether Pep is actually a genius and whether he's changed football entirely, or whether he's actually a fraud. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at rwleafgreen and on Instagram at the Dugout Podcast. Henry, give me your yeah. take on Pep Fraudiola. All right. This is, you know what? I've been cooking this file for a while. For like a very, even before Pep came to, came to City. Because there was discussions of Pep or Mourinho. And I was just thinking the whole time like, bro, Mourinho won a U. Mourinho got Benny McCarthy a fucking Champions League. Bro. That's also true. Madness. And then a, an old ass Inter Milan team mm. with Diego Melito and Diego Forlan. Both he made them look like goats, like the best strikers ever, bro. And they won the Champions League as well. That's already two Champions Leagues. Pep doesn't even know about that. Mm. And then um, Mourinho also he's moved through leagues, which I don't know. I, I seem to argue with CR7 fans too because they love this whole oh, but. CR moved through leagues. Now I'm saying it with Mourinho and they don't want to register this argument, bro. Just because Pep has all these uh, tin cup trophies from Bundesliga and like Scudetto. No, he doesn't even have a Scudetto. He has the, that other... The Copa um, del Rey. Copa del Rey. Like, bro, that's the FA Cup. That's Basically. Like, yeah, even some, some of them even worse. Carabao, because they don't pay as much as the FA Cup. You know what? Pep has always had an issue with his team. And he has to buy his way out. Have you and seen he has, that? He has a three-year expiry date too. Yeah. Mourinho's, Mourinho's got that recently. Like when he went back to Chelsea, things went went downhill there. But the majority of the time when Pep has an issue, like whether it be at left-back, whether it be at central midfield, whether it Millions. be up front, he has to always spend so much money to solve issues. Millions. Where other coaches are forced to coach their way out of things. Yeah, and... Um, like, defense, since, like defensively, for example... Yeah. Coaches will go from zonal marking to like, to like man for man. For example, they'll, they'll change tactics. Guardiola won't change that, but he'll buy a centre back. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? And it's a waste of money because the only good defender they've bought in the last few years, Emrick Laporte. Laporte. That's the only one. Otamendi's a waste man. And Jao Cancelo. John Stones a waste man. Jao Cancelo. The thing, the problem with him is confidence because mm. it doesn't look like Pep 
Because whenever Kyle Walker's fit, Kyle Walker starts. Yeah. Even though Jao Cancelo will have a better game than Kyle Walker in the previous match, but he'll still always start Kyle Walker just because Kyle Walker has a bold head too now <laughs> and he thinks it's his son or something. I don't know why he start. Like, it pisses me... City piss me off because they have all these fire players, but they, like, choose to... They don't go off merits, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because even when Mares is playing fire, you'll see the next game game he's out mm. and then maybe Bernardo will come in Bernardo is fire but I, I've always seen him to be the David Silva replacement and it's weird because David Silva hasn't been playing many games lately he's been on the bench but still they're still rotating Bernardo on the wing like and I, I don't know I don't know what position Bernardo sees himself in but I've always seen him in the midfield taking over David Silva and you know the funny thing is since Vincent Company came in, he's been there for a decade. Yeah. And since him leaving, City have crumbled Crumble. defensively. Crumble. I guarantee you, the season is what? We're almost we're past halfway now. Yeah. Pep has not coached his way to defend better the entire season. I haven't seen Pep change the way he wants his teams to defend. I'm not saying change the way you play. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying coach your person coach your defensive personnel better to handle or to cope with like aerial bombardments from like Burnley yeah. for example because I've seen I've seen I've seen Adama Traore rip City apart I've it, seen both legs I've seen Jimenez not make Otamendi and make, make him seem like a little 12 year old you know Bro, even Pep, that croqueta he hit oh my days Pep, Pep constantly constantly finds the need to buy himself out of situations instead of coaching his way out which I find yeah. very disturbing because plenty of other coaches are told hey coach your way out make a plan change your tactics find a new way to play but why do we not give Pip the same kind of judgment? Yeah, exactly. And another thing, another thing I want to harp on about Pip. People praise him, but like, you know, there was some. I can't remember what I was watching or what I was reading. There was someone who was like um, comparing Klopp to Pip, and they said Pip is the dude that's always had a silver spoon in his mouth, mm. and Klopp is the guy that's had to fight through. Obviously. It's not their fault that their careers have gone this way. But the thing is, whenever Klopp leaves a club, they're left with so much. Yeah. And when Pep leaves a club, you can see you can see Bayern, they're having the, the league is so open now because they're trying to they're still trying to chase that Pep um philosophy of yeah. football, that passing game. And they can't really get it because I don't know if Pep leaves enough at the clubs that he leaves. For them to emulate the way he coaches or the way he wants players to perform. Look at the way Pepe's left Bayern Munich. Yeah, they Bayern Munich shambles. right now are in a shambles because of the aging players that are at their team. Yeah. That nobody. Well, it's not entirely Pep's fault because ultimately there was a new manager involved who didn't replace the aging players. But Pep didn't leave a plan in place. Yeah, he didn't at all. There was. There's like I don't see any. Because even when he left Barca, because I remember Messi was talking about how upset he was because Pep didn't even say he was going to leave. He just left. And then I think the last day, the last game they had, that's when he told the team that like, yeah, he's move, he's decided he's moving on. And even um, Ibrahimovic, remember he spoke about he doesn't respect Pep as a man because he doesn't respect the character. Like, because Pep couldn't come tell him like, yeah, um, there's no space for you in the kind of team that I'm building. He just let it go on and on, and he left Ibra on the bench, and that's like what, that was one of the top prospects in striking position in at the that world. Time, in, in the, the world. world, and you just left him, and Ibra told him like, "No, I'm gonna move," 
and he that, I think that's when he dished it to AC Milan or something I can't remember but yeah after that um that's when I've I've started all these things allow me to assess Pep now because especially because we expose to him mm-hmm. every week because we see him in the Premier League and what I've seen this year because even last year remember I was saying like yeah City are good but they don't look like that good because there were there were a few mm-hmm. moments that saved them to win the title. Like, company's banger. Company's banger. Like, that, that game, they were the game, dead that the game. game. The game, um, Burnley a tough more when yeah. it was a Like, a thir- they said, like, it was a three millimeter goal or some shit, something ridiculous. I was like, what? Yeah. That's when I knew, like, okay, City might take this league, eh? Because, like, all these godly things were happening. I was like, yeah. You, you don't believe that Pep actually, like, revolutionized football with his playing style because we saw it at Barcelona with the Tiki Taka triangles, keeping it tight, uh, wingbacks pushing up high, centre back splitting out. You don't believe that Pep actually changed the game for us because we saw us in Wenger becoming really obsessed with Pep's Barcelona, even trying to emulate them when he signed Santi Cazola, put Jack Wilshere in, Fabregas, yeah. you know, those sort of players that are almost Barcelona esque. Mm. So, do you think Pep almost revolutionised football in, in some sort of way? You know what? I think. I think. The, per, the one person who revolu- revolutionized football, and especially that playing style, that's Johan Johan Cruyff, yeah. That's his playing style. And a lot of people seem to not ever speak about that. They just say, oh, Pep did it, Pep did it. But they don't realize that, um, what's this, uh, Johan Cruyff came into Barca. And even, I remember a story of Johan Cruyff when he was playing for Netherlands. And he was like... No, we're not going to play the way the manager wants us to play. We're going to play like this. I'm going to tell you guys how to play. And then they played like that and they won every game after that. And he went to Barca as well. So Johan Cruyff was... And I think Pep studied that. He took he took us back to that. And then he implemented it within Barca. And he made it more modern, obviously, with the with the running wing backs. Because Danny Alves was was quite an attacking fullback, and you see uh, elements of Jordi Alba still doing it on the left side for Barcelona. Um, so yeah, I think it's interesting. He 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 brought back something, but also people are like, oh, he revolutionized English football as well with the City team. People forget he has two quality players in each position. Like how how would that team get tired? Only now. Because they have injuries, they have a foot to stand on. But you can't say Liverpool haven't been outstanding and have just outperformed City in every way this season. Yeah. Like, I don't care what people say. And even City players are looking unhappy, bro. You know, you know, you know my thing is, my thing is, Pep offensively has improved certain players. Yeah, he's improved yeah. Sergio Aguero. He's improved Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling couldn't finish three years ago. I still if, think he can't No, he's, he's much better now. Yeah, if, if you compare him three years ago, he's missing sitters every week. But now, now he finishes a lot more than what he used to. But, but... That's confidence, though. Pip's defensive yeah. personnel have regressed. John Stones has gone backwards. Uh, you see, when 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 um, they bought John Stones, I, I was like, this would be a great buy if company was five years younger. Because John Stones isn't a strong centre-back. He's not. I've seen Firmino. Firmino bullies him. Yeah, Firmino bullies him every time. Even Otamendi isn't a strong... So it was like putting the two same centre-backs in in the defensive position. But Otamendi Otamendi wasn't as bad as he is. Yeah, he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. So he's also gone backwards in his progression. You look at... But that's confidence. What's the left-back boy's name again? The young boy, ball guy? 
They've they brought Angelino. him back. Even he's not that great. Yeah, and I'm seeing he wanted he wants a move on deadline day. That's he wants a, to go out that's, on loan. That's the thing. That's why that's I'm the saying thing. these city players don't look happy. Mares does not look happy, and also Sane. It has that that's been under wraps for a while, but he he wants to move. Mm. He he's been linked with Bayern, and he's licking his lips because he's going to be back home, and it's back still in the Champions League. At a and top gonna club, be t- the best club in yeah, the Bundesliga. Yeah, and he's going to be guaranteed starts. Because mm. now he's, he, he'll outperform other, every winger at City, including Raheem. He'll outperform them in one game, and he'll bench the next. Like, that's too inconsistent. Because that's what was happening at Chelsea as well when, when Mourinho came back. That's what yeah. was happening. He was switching out players with no... That, that like, it may, it may have worked back in the olden days because it's... Like it works with a Klopp team Because mm. remember Wijnaldum talking about how How like he was angry When he was on the bench uh, For against the semi-final Barca, And then he came on with that anger And then that's what allowed him to score two quick goals That it works in these sort of teams Where there's like passion and trust And whatever through the manager But I just see I see Pep as someone who isn't very like Emotionally invested in people in, in the people that he's coaching Like yeah he's very very professional And he can elevate a game And elevate a team But I don't think like um, How do I say I don't think like his players are willing to die for him In a sense I think a lot of the time People have complained about Pip Actually overworking players That I think you saw yeah. when, when, when they won the League Cup Or the Carabao Cup last year You, you saw Pip actually Coming to coach Raheem Sterling when actually because yeah. he, he missed a sitter, yeah. and he came to him at the final whistle. And he's like, Raheem, why don't you do this? And, and I mean, yeah, they almost like, say like he's 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 a fanatic, he's a weirdo. Yeah, he is. He's a perfectionist. Yes. And it, it it almost it becomes draining for players over a long period of time, and that's why he has the three year window period of when he manages because players can't handle his demands for the entirety of their careers. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, that's that's another thing because these these guys that played back in the olden days. They used to rough it out, and that's that's why their careers were so short. Like these days, you can't you can't be pushing these players who have been sort of crafted through nutrition, diets, training, physio. You can't be telling them to do more than what their muscles are telling them can't be done. So the way I see Pep, like you can't be like oh, like you see Klopp after a game. I hate to make the comparison, but this is what's happening right now in world football. People are saying. Who would you rather play for, Klopp or Pep? And a lot of like old players have been answering the question. Alan Shearer said Klopp because he likes attacking, and there's a whole list of players. You guys can go check it out; it's on YouTube. But anyway, from what I'm seeing, like the demands that Pep requires on these players, it doesn't seem like he's he's in in grips with like also the Premier League because the Premier League is a league that's flooded with games. And I, it's very taxing on the body. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw, but literally, the fans had a go at Pep. So Pep basically was saying that he wants the Etihad to be full every single week, and he's doing his job by winning trophies and and making the club yeah, win again. He's tapped. And the the City fans, he, they basically had a bit of a smackback by saying like, Pep isn't in touch with the reality of football fans. And how, how costly it is to watch a game every single week that the fans can only afford a certain amount of games. Yeah, you know that kind of shows you how people are so out of touch with He's the actual with the, with the with the actual fan base of a club. You know, majority of the time, I don't see Pep being loved by besides Barcelona. I don't see Pep being loved at City because if he was loved and he was if he was marvelled at, 
the Etihad would be full. Yeah. But it's so strange because you say Barcelona, but I don't... Amongst Barcelona fans, there aren't a majority of them that say they want Pep back. Like, we've never heard that before. Like, people are like, oh, that Pep... They always congratulate that team that he had, the Pep team, as they call it. But then there's never really anyone who's like, oh... Like, even when he was out of the job at Bayern, there was no talks of him going back to Barca Hmm. at all. Like, I heard Juve and I heard City. And that's all I heard all the whole time. So, it's very strange. Like, I think... Pep is the type I think he's like A Rafa Benitez type Because Gerard Talked about Rafa Benitez Being very cold And detached From the players Cold and detached Like he just has Demands and goals And he He expects it to be Like a job Sort of thing Like Yeah this You guys need to do this And yeah it needs to be Like that but Great leaders Inspire people As well Like even in the Workplace If your boss Isn't motivating you Or inspiring you your work will show that as well. It'll be very bland. And that's how City are playing at the moment right now. It's very bland football. Like, they're individuals that are great. And you see that, some like Aguero scoring that brace. Uh, KDB whipping these passes. But then you see from the players who need to be elevated, who are obviously John Stones, um, the left-back situation that they've got going on. And you see all these players, they don't seem like... I don't see anyone saying that they're, like, eager to march on or whatever. Because even when you... Um, I don't know if you watched that Wolves versus City game. Yeah. And you saw Sterling, how, Sterling's body language. Because I was watching that and I was like, he doesn't look like he's going to score this penalty. And then he took the shot. It was saved. Then they brought it back. Then I was like, he still doesn't look like... I don't know if... It, to me it looked like he didn't want to take it or he doesn't look confident and the keeper saves it but then he scores the rebound and you see his celebration yeah. his celebration sort of like yeah or whatever like, I think I think Pep's actually looking for his next move and the next big thing for Pep so. is to go to Juventus yeah I that's think the so. next big thing there's been rumours about him going to Juventus for days now and there's been rumours about Maurizio Sarri being being drained from football and, and, he, and he even said it himself that he wants to retire after this I see Pep I don't going. Blame I, him. I see Pep going to Juve next. Maybe even next. Also, maybe even next summer. Controversial. Maybe even next summer. Yeah, I think. I think he will dip because I think. I think he's probably looking at the City team and he's like, I don't know if these boys have it in them to win the Champions League. Yeah, but it's not just the Champions League because you also have to realize at the end of the season, Aguero is probably not going to want to stick around as well. Because he's always spoken about going back to Argentina yeah. to, like, live and, like, sort of just play there or whatever. For Boca Juniors or yeah. something. Yeah, and he's Bali. He's Bali now. Like, I don't know how old he is. Like, 35, 33 or something. So, so let's, yeah. let's, let's end it off here. There's paper fraud. I think... Yes or I don't, no? Okay, I'll say yes purely because... I don't think Pep could go to any of the struggling teams right now. And I don't mean like the weak teams in the Premier because he's Pep, above that. I don't believe he can, go, he can go to a team with limited resources like Arsenal. Okay, no, not limited. Yeah, I was just about to say like, Arsenal. Like Arsenal or Tottenham. Arsenal, Tottenham, even Chelsea. I don't think he'll succeed there. I think he can't. I, don't, Pep I honestly const- don't Pep think... Pep constantly needs money to spend. He'll need 700 million if he goes to Chelsea. Because you'll look at these youngsters, you'll be like, yeah, there's one, two good ones, but I also want to bring in... Because he, w- he won't be willing to... 
people, that's why I'm very confused when people are like, oh, he's such a good coach. But for me, a coach is someone who improves players greatly and can work with whatever's there before he looks to go and buy someone. That's why I I congratulate Klopp because a few seasons ago, Hendo, I was on Hendo's case. I was on Hendo's case every day, every week, every second. And now Hendo is looking like one of the best midfielders in the Prem. And possibly even on the world stage, he's performing at levels. Yeah. He's performing at levels. So, for me, if I, I could see Klopp even doing well at Sheffield, at Bournemouth. 100%. At anywhere. Because the fact that he took... You know, Mines, when he started at Mines, they were playing in a, in a local park. That's where they used to train. Yeah. In a local park. And he built them up. Built them a state-of-the-art academy, state-of-the-art training facilities, and then they were really challenging in the league. Like, unfortunately, I don't know if he won anything at Mines because my knowledge is limited there, but I know the start of it. And then he moved on to Dortmund. Same thing happened. Built, like, one of the best academies in the world and training facilities in Germany. And now at Liverpool, he's also trying to implement that. You see, they, they're busy revamping they're building They're building the new training ground. Exactly. And I don't hear much of that at City. Maybe they already have a state-of-the-art facility. No, but they have. They just built it. It cost them £200 million like six years ago. Jesus. They spent money on that, on that facility. But yeah, and but there's, a, there's a whole... There's like a mini stadium and everything there. But you see, there's even rumours of um, players who are under upcoming at City, like Phil Foden. There's busy talks of RB Leipzig or someone trying to like lure him away in the summer because Phil Foden, let's be honest, like I don't know why I still I still puzzle myself thinking why they brought in Mares, why they brought in um also Rodri's plane. We also need to talk about like a lot of Pip's buys are whack. Like we need to talk about that's another reason why I'm saying he's a fraud, because Otamendi, whack. John Stones, whack. Rodri dead And they all cost Serious amounts of money Big dosh And all the fullbacks Dead as well They try Angelino's busy Trying to go on loan Because it's peak (laughs) He's looking at the league Like yo 19 points eh I think I need to go Somewhere else Basically guys Pep Guardiola is a fraud Yeah I mean Henry and I have made up Our verdicts I agree with him I think we've brought up points that actually validate whatever our argument is. And I think if you guys disagree with us, we've set our social media accounts. Henry must say his again. All right. You can find me on Twitter at KQED, K-Q-E-D-3. And on Instagram, you can find me at that underscore lad underscore Henzo. Yeah. All right. Please go and uh, fight Henry. Please. <laughs> There's no discussions. Yeah, this, is, this is one topic I will fight to the death for. <laughs> so I'm ready with a spear. <laughs> O's must come. All right, guys. Have the best weekend. This is your boy Ryan Leaf and Henry Kalaba on the Dugout Podcast. Right. You had fun, Maji? Yeah. Top combo. Shot guys. Fraudiola. Fraudiola. Actually, I don't trust bold managers. Sedan oh, wow. as well. Guys, before I end off, here's a little clip of Pip Guardiola at halftime. Sit down! Nobody talk! <laughs> Have the best weekend, guys! Oh my days! Sit down! Nobody talk! Sit down! We drink wine and relax! <laughs>